This is Sharon and Jaden. New Zealand's greatest story. Live from Christchurch. That is us. That is where we are. We are here in Christchurch. What a city, what a place, what a time to be alive. And this is going to be one heck of a show, ladies and gents, because we've been up since four and the wheels are falling off. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Sharon looked like she's absolutely lost the plot here. She's off her chair. Woo! She's bouncing around. I'm the- ready to go, guys. <laughs> Auntie Shares Dog is going to be loose as a goddamn goose this afternoon. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put in apologies. Oh my gosh. Already. Take your pills. Have a seat. Have a nap. We are on the hunt for New Zealand's greatest story. New Zealand's greatest story. Live from Christchurch. Ah, that's right, my friend. You could win yourself $5,000 if you have a story that you think is New Zealand's greatest story. So think red chair moments on Graham Norton. Mm. And we got a hell of a lot of them in Christchurch today. Yeah, we did. We were at the crossing for about three hours today. And we, had a, we had a mixed bag. We had some shocking ones. We had some, some funny ones. We had some heartfelt ones. Tear jerkers. Yeah, we had all sorts. I bought a denim jump suit. <laughs> <laughs> that, was just like, that was just something I did at the end. But I wanted to share it because, you know, if you ever made a purchase, if you haven't bragged about it, am I right? Yeah, exactly. But, but we one got... story we saw. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one if you want. You could do it. Great. Thank you so much. But we did have an amazing story about a lady that maybe shouldn't be alive. Her name was Lydia, and here's her story. Right, so I grew up riding horses. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was on a trek. And something happened, and the horse like threw me off. And so I go flying, and everybody's like, oh, you know, and so. Ah, Lydia! Yeah! So I'm, suddenly I'm on the ground, and I'm like, wow, that really hurt. And everybody comes around, and it's very dramatic, and they're like, oh, well, because we're in the middle of the like, hills, so, mm. oh, we'll get a helicopter out, we'll do this, we'll do that. I was like, no, 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 we don't have to be dramatic about this, like, you know. So I get up, and I'm like, right, the first thing that you've got to do is get back on the horse. I try to get back on, and it doesn't work, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm like in shock and I'm like, whoa. Okay, well, I guess I'll have to walk back. Then I went home. I went to bed and then I couldn't get up in the morning. And I was kind of like, oh. Oh, God, I'm scared. <gasps> yeah, same. Okay, well, so I kind of got some help um, to get up and I was, everybody was like, oh, you're being a bit dramatic, Lydia. And I was like, yeah, oh, it's kind of sore, but I don't know. Anyway, so I waited for a few days and then I went to the doctor about like I had a concussion. And then the doctor was like, I'm just going to check your back out. So they x rayed my back. <laughs> And it was blaming broken. Oh my <laughs> you gosh. Get your back. Yeah, and then fast forward two years, I got back on the horse and now I'm a polo player. Wow. There you go. It's crazy because that can actually happen really, like, more often than you think. I remember mm. my sister uh, fell off a slide in New Brighton and in Christchurch, mm. and uh, she was be- very whingy about it. Yeah. Um, but she could still move her arms and stuff, so everyone thought she was fine. Turned out she had broken her collarbone, and they found oh. that a couple of days later, took her to the hospital because she kept whinging. Yeah. And uh, she'd broken her collarbone, but, like, by looking at her, you wouldn't have known, and even the doctor was like, oh, he's like, yeah, you wouldn't have thought that that was, uh, you wouldn't have thought that was a broken Jeepers. collarbone. You would have thought that was a normal, like, kid just being silly. It's weird that that kind of thing could happen, eh? You'd, ex- you'd think that uh, you'd been heaps of pain, yeah. yeah. I remember I, I did something to my ankle playing rugby a couple years ago, and man, I was rolling on the floor in heaps of pain, and then my mate, uh, one of my best mates, same thing happened to him, but he got up and kept trying to play. Turns out he had broken his, and I just like sprained mine. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you're one of these crazy people. What happened? Oh, so when I was about 10 years old, I was on a camping trip with my friends and I was sleeping up in the top bunk and she mm. thought it was funny to kick me and like kick the underneath of the bunk. So I tipped out of the bunk onto the wooden floor. Oh my and gosh. And wow. had like a really sore arm for ages and mum's like, oh no, nah, it's just bruising. It's all good. 
Um, and then, like, six months later, I couldn't actually bend my arm. It was, like, at a 90-degree <gasps> angle. Oh, my no. gosh. Maybe we should go get it checked. So we went in, and sure enough, it was broken, and it had, like, healed itself broken. So <laughs> You had a broken arm for six months. Yeah, mm. it was like, mum didn't believe me that it was hurting. <laughs> Man, your mum must have felt so bad when she found out it was broken. Yeah, she was like, oh, I probably should have listened to you a bit more. <laughs> yeah, holy heck. So what did they have to do? They had to re-break it to set it properly? Yeah, they um, they said that that was like, they were going to give it a couple more months just like manipulating it and doing a bit of physio on it. Oh, um, and if that didn't work, they had to re-break it. But luckily, the physio worked, so oh, <laughs> I didn't need to get geez. it re-broken. You would have been relieved about that, Melissa. Thank you so yeah. much for your call. Uh, Rebecca, you've got an undiscovered injury as well. What happened? Well, it wasn't exactly an undiscovered injury. Two years ago, um, I was in labour with my third baby. Um, we ended some up would say, into, some would say that wasn't an. It, well, some would say labour feels like an injury, though. Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> after three days of labouring at home, nothing was happened. They sent me in for a C-section. Um, I tried warning them that the epidural hadn't worked. They didn't believe me, and I felt them cut oh. me open. Oh. So I screamed. They ended up putting me to sleep, and then it was such a rushed birth. They ended up ripping my uterus, and oh. I nearly died on the table. I lost four liters of blood out of five. What oh the actual God. can't say on the radio, Rebecca? That is <laughs> crazy. Oh. Holy. Yeah. Wow. Thank goodness you're still with us and yeah. she made it out okay. That is like mind blowing. I was already being like three days of labor. Holy heck, I would have been reaching my arm in there. But mm. then you have that as well. <laughs> That's awful, Rebecca. I, I, you need to you need to win a prize. I don't know what that prize is, but you need to hold the line because we're going to hook you up with something because that is one hell oh, of a story. Mm. Um, and Katie, I don't know if you're going to be able to top that, but I definitely want to hear about your undiscovered injury anyway. Okay, so my mum was helping me with the mud run that happens in Nelson and cool. we and my brother's foot got stuck in the mud and he couldn't get out. And oh. when she was and when she was pulling my brother out, she sprained three ribs, she sprained her neck, she sprained oh. her pelvis and her shoulder. Jeepers. She sprained her whole skeleton. <laughs> she found out she found out she sprained them when she couldn't lie flat in yoga. Oh my! How many how many days later was that, babe? That was like a week later. Oh, jeepers, creepers! I, I can't know. lie flat on yoga any day, so I probably need to check if I've got my body sprained. Yeah, but your arm's broken. <laughs> <laughs> you're being mean to producer Dan because you want to send him home from our trip. We're in Christchurch, and you're like, "Go yeah. home, producer Dan." Yeah, he's done something a bit gross, even by my standards. And you're pretty gross. <laughs> the problem is, if I go home, I've got the credit card and everything. So you oh, guys no, we can just get oh. you to leave that here. Oh, I'm not. I'm not leaving it with you, Sharon. <laughs> Well, you we went did. shopping today. He's yeah, actually done with two my things own money. I had a voucher. <laughs> anyway, uh, what happened is, uh, is producer Dan has come away on this trip. Mm. We are away for three nights. We're going. Mm. We went to the mountain, beautiful Todong yesterday. Mm. We're in Christchurch today. And tomorrow we go to Dunedin. Mm. Producer Dan has only bought one pair of undies. Ugh. 
Well, accidentally because I was I Not went home last last skitty. night and I uh, was went, went to get changed to put my clothes out for the next day. Yep. And I was yep. like, laying them all out, laid my pants out, laid my shirt out, and then I went I down. I did too. And then I yeah, we talked about this earlier because <laughs> it was an early start. You need to you need to save all the time you can get. Oh yeah. And then I reached down to where I thought I put all my knickers. <laughs> 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 and lo and behold, I brought socks, I brought T-shirts, I brought pants, but <laughs> no bloomers for, for oh, Dan. No little knickies. No knickers. See, this is disgusting because we all know that you're not, you know, very good at, you know, wiping. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I shared a hotel room with Dan once and he oh. left his undies on the ground. And let's just no, say. No, I did it. This is a lie. This is a lie. Listen, look no. like look like he'd left them on the ground at the mud track. Oh, <laughs> oh shut up! There'd been a bloody, been a bike doing some rakies over them. <laughs> that is an absolute lie. So well, if you if you don't have a pair, what are you, are you wearing them back to front today? So today I've put them inside out. So what are you going to do tomorrow? You can't go commando because you're wearing jeans. We all know that you have not escaped down there. So if you don't if you don't wear anything, you know, you need to have a guard between. The hedge and the zip. Otherwise, you're going to get tangled. I brought actually what I did bring is a pair of like PJ pants, like short ones. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is use them as boxes. <laughs> under <laughs> your skinny jeans. Yeah, under my. No, That's I haven't got jeans. Work. I've got shorts. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to wear a pair of PJ pants and then some. No, but you can't. You can't. We are. We're going to be out and about with listeners tomorrow, mm. and your PJ pants are not going to hold everything in place. So okay, we're we'll dirty oh. undies then. Is that better? No, I just, oh. I just think you've got to go home. They can hold his hedge in place. What? Yeah, the thing's the just hiding within it's there. It's not. It's just going to be, everyone's going to be like, oh, that producer Dan's a bit creepy. Look at him. He doesn't even want undies to the pop-up. Yeah. No one's going to know. Anyway. Did you sleep on. commando last night? Yeah, I did actually. Same. Oh, Same. that's just, what? So did I. Did you? Yeah. Why? Oh, you know, just, I'm in a hotel. And... What's the point of sleeping <laughs> nude if you're by yourself, though? Oh. Conserving undies. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough, because you might sweat in, at night and you don't want to get sweaty down there. So, yeah, you're, you're, but you're being smart. that means that some poor hotel cleaner is going to have to clean up your sweaty, sweaty sheets. No, 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 no. Because I had a bath and then I knew I was having a shower the next morning. So I was like, oh, there's no point in putting on undies. Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, I slept with undies on. Thanks for asking. But we want to put it out to you. Uh, what is the longest you have gone with the same pair of undies? One day. One day for One you? One day. No, I'm not a double wearer. Um, probably a couple of days. I'm sorry. I've maybe a couple of days. Couple? So two days. As long as you've gone with no undies. Maybe a, maybe a bit more. <laughs> Jaden. I may have done How the same thing as, as Dan. Three days. Yeah, maybe three. Three days. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay. Oh, Can anyone beat three days? I'd love to hear from you. Well, actually, I wouldn't love to hear from you, but I would appreciate a ring purely for the radio fodder, mm. but I am going to vomit in my mouth if it's longer than three days. <laughs> and we've got need on 0800 The Edge. Is this the need that we met in Christchurch today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Need. Now, I, I'm, I'm worried about what you're going to say here, but how, so how long have you gone? How long have you gone in the same pair of undies? Or well, sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do in a week, I'd say. Ooh. A week? What, well, why did you, you have to do. do, though? Why did you have to do uh, that long, we're Ed? Camping. We're camping on a skate And you didn't... Oh man! All right, Ned. That that's pretty good. I'm Fair I'm enough. hoping you got to do what you got to do. That nobody <laughs> beats a week. But we got Roxanne on 0800 The Edge. Roxanne. Uh, hi. Um, hi. Not, hey, Rox. Not done it. Not done it more than a day. But um, yes. Has he thought about filling the sink up with some warm water, grabbing a shampoo bottle, and, and washing them tonight? 
at the oh. end of the day, hanging them up and then mm. use it. Then if they're not, if they're still damp, he could get the hair dryer and blow dry them dry. <laughs> Producer Dan, you should great. do that. Okay, I actually will tonight, Roxanne, and we'll, we'll um, put it on Instagram. That's me great. Washing, washing my knickers. Now, <laughs> Roxanne, yeah, okay. while we've got yep. you there, babes, tell me on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you that there's a new song called Roxanne? Because you would have spent the last like a million years getting <laughs> yeah. people going Roxanne, and, yeah. and now we're playing a new song called Roxanne. Roxanne. Are you relieved? Oh, totally. My daughter, um, she's 18, turned around and, and said, oh, I've got a new song for you to listen to, Mum, and played it, and I, like, went. And she says, oh, I've never seen you smile when you've heard your name in a song before. And I said, yeah, you know why. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm happy for you. Good on you, Roxanne. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling up. And uh, thank you for the hot tip for producer Dan. We all thank you. So now we don't need to sit next to his smelly undies for the next couple so of I days. So I need some hot water and a blow dryer tonight. <laughs> Holy oh heck. God, that <laughs> no, that was... made me very scared. And I don't know why it made it me very scared because it was always going to, that seemed to was always going to end in dryer. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't end up with anything else out of your mouth. Live from Christchurch. Yes, if you haven't heard, we are live in Christchurch. We are trying to find New Zealand's greatest story. We're at the crossing today for a couple hours, talking to the people, and we had a great yarn about this girl who found something pretty crazy Mm. in her chocolate. Have a listen. So a couple years ago, I was up in Auckland and classically got my boyfriend to go get me some chocolate because... Chocolate's yummy. Getting close to that time of month, and then... um, (laughs) He came back, but as he went to pull out a piece of chocolate, there was $50 in it. And then we opened it up and saw that there was, like, a hole in the chocolate and there was $5,000 in it. What the heck? Yeah, and so being the Good Samaritans we were, we called the police and then they went to the dairy that we bought it and found two other packs that were like that. So I have no idea what happened. They never told us the story of why. But it was on the news. It was Whitaker's chocolate, so classic New Zealand chocolate. But and so were and they fully wrapped up? Yeah, and it was just cut into the chocolate. It wasn't a promo or something, chocolate. was it? No. Yeah, but then I didn't even get chocolate out of all that. I didn't get the chocolate. <laughs> See, this is the bit that I, that annoys me the most. The things that just bloody grind my gears, Jaden, is the fact that not only did she miss out on the five grand, but Whitaker's chocolate is the bee's freaking knees, and she didn't even get to eat the chocolate. I know, she didn't get... It was a lose-lose situation, but it was also the, one of the craziest stories I've heard. Yeah, because my, my thing is, if you've had the, like, caramel chocolate, it is amazing. <laughs> if I had bought that, and then the police were like, sorry, we're going to take the chocolate with you as well, I was like... You aren't taking that until you replace my block because that's the reason mm. I came here. I didn't ask to be involved in this situation. Yeah. Oh. What was the situation anyway? It's just so crazy. Ah, it's I a want mind to know. If I tell you, but I, t- I hope so bad that she did get chocolate in the end, like that somebody <laughs> gave it back to her because, you know, she paid for it. She deserved it. Anyway, <laughs> she, she, just a chocoholic worried about another chocoholic, okay? <laughs>